0: Welcome to Podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection.
1: Welcome to this episode of Podcast 2187. And there's something kind of cool about this one. We try to do this on occasion, but basically, uh, Mark and I have not talked at all whatsoever about The Mandalorian yet. So everything that you're going to hear is our first time discussing episode 9, or chapter 9, first episode of season 2. Of the Mandalorian. And I'm sure if you've seen it, you know, there's there's a little bit of uh, conversation to have, especially toward the end about it. But, you know, we're going to get into that. But first things first, uh, I'm here. I'm the host. My name is Tim. Mark's here. He's a host and he's great. So how are you doing?
0: I'm doing phenomenal,
1: phenomenal. Is it phenomenal. Ha- Does your phenomenal state have anything to do with Friday night? Friday night, you
0: mean Friday morning? Well, I guess
1: it depends.
0: Like, I literally got up, right? Yeah. And so uh, uh, I get up in the morning. My wife's getting ready for work. I have to take her to work. And I know it's already on. Uh, I've got, you know, Drew, Ellie Kings Drew, um, texting me that morning when I woke up. And it says, uh, quote, holy effing poop. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> i mean i i kind of figured
1: that's what it meant but right yeah.
0: and i was like well, well what so so i've already committed that i'm gonna sit here and watch it with my father right when we get home right yeah or Right yeah. when i get home but i'm laying in bed watching it on, on my phone and i get to a certain part and i have to stop it because i have to take my wife i'm like okay i'm done i I can't, I can't do it i can't do it yeah um it it, it man it was insane it was really insane. I got home and I watched it finally with him, and you know, my dad. My dad knows I've been a Star Wars, you know, geek since I was a little kid. Yeah, but I, I don't think he was ready for for me to like be sitting there in the front room with him, like, oh my god, yes, yes, <laughs> just screaming at the end, and you know, and, and I got, I, you know, I got a little choked up. Yeah, you know, they haven't they haven't seen you know adult adult me, but you know. It, that's my thing you know it's been my it's been my guy you know forever and 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 it's it was awesome so
1: so okay well let's get into it so in this the the season two premiere uh they they set up they they actually kind of they called it the recap at the beginning but there was kind of some new stuff in there like the line from the trailer about getting the child back to his kind uh that was in the trailer, but they put it in the recap, which technically it wasn't in season one. But, but you know, it was just catching you up, I guess, including what you missed between seasons. Um, well, so... you,
0: you know, and real quick, the funny thing is, uh, jumping a little bit ahead, but also talking about what you talked about. Uh, on previous episodes, you and I talked about how maybe he's looking for Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, that's not the case. Well, and so I mean,
1: he's he's looking for Mandalorians to guide him, and they may guide right. him to the Jedi, but yeah.
0: Well, it, it, but yeah, but you at least you and I had talked. We didn't put that into perspective. We thought maybe, like, when he runs into Ahsoka, he would then be bo or Sabine. Well, now the situation would be more likely that he would run into, let's say, Sabine, and then that would be his end to Ahsoka. Right. Or bo you know what I mean? So Yeah. So we kept trying to figure out, well, where does – where does Boba Fett come into it? If if he if the rumors that he's in the season are true, and it's like okay, well that's the way. He's looking for Mandalorians <laughs> to this lead him to Bo- the Jedi. <laughs> huh?
1: I, you said that's the way, and I'm like I have to say, this is the way. Like uh, it's required. I'm contractually required by a Lucasfilm contract that I don't have to point that out.
0: But it was it was so good. It, it this episode was so good.
1: It was really good. okay. First off, also, it was the first episode we've had that's directed by John Favreau, yes. which is great. There were a couple shots in there where, even if I didn't know that going into it, which I did, but even if I didn't, there are a couple things that were, really reminded me of Iron Man in a great way. Like Iron Man is a very well directed movie, but there are a couple shots, including when, uh, uh, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but Cobb Vance, who is obviously in this episode, when he uses his uh, jetpack rocket and, like, the visor to get the uh, thing <laughs> that's rolling away. That really reminded me of the scene where uh, Tony Stark uses his little wrist rock and explodes the tank and walks away. You know, stuff like that. There are lots of similar vibes that were very successful with this. Uh, so, yeah, so th- the main takeaways from this episode it sets up the season to where again at this point it looks like he's searching for mandalorians to help guide him get the child backed with his kind
0: and, and, and here's the other here's the other thing real quick sorry to interrupt you tim no you're good. so we're watching it and the title card comes up for what the episode was and that's the dead giveaway yeah 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 absolutely i am i am a huge fan of um deadwood uh-huh. Big, big, big fan. I, I love Deadwood, and I turned you know a lot of different friends onto that show. And so, you know, he played Timothy Oliphant, um, who was in this episode. He played a, a Marshall Seth Bullock in Deadwood. He, you know, he was a star of that. And then I'm trying to remember. Um, I watched Justified, which he is in, and I don't remember if he's a marshal or not. My parents have watched that show like eight million times. Yeah. Um, but I think he's i think he also plays a marshal in that yeah so so he also is a marshal in that show and so the minute actually the marshal, i was like is this the oliphant episode am, am, am i getting the am i getting the Cobb Vance one right off the bat and yeah i did so i think i think that 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 you know term the marshal obviously it, considering all has played two famous marshals and other shows, it, it was sort of a dead giveaway at what I was getting. And, and I couldn't have been happier.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that's the main uh, focus of this episode, other than like, like taking it out of context of the season as a whole, just this episode was he found, or he was, you know, looking up rumors of Mandalorian. So he went to Tatooine following up with the, what he, the information he got um, from the, uh, the fight. And um, that led him to a guy, the marshal of the town, who was wearing Mandalorian armor. turns out it was Cobb Vanth, who we know from the Aftermath books. And uh, he, of course, got the Boba Fett armor from some Jawas, and, and he would wear it. Uh, in the process, he agrees to work with Cobb Vanth to kill a crate dragon, Um, which honestly, even that, like, just having a crate dragon live action and having that be a thing was awesome.
0: See, why did you work with Cobb Vance though?
1: To get the Boba Fett armor, because he, not being a Mandalorian, should not be wearing it. Um, and uh, so Mandalorian. So, and that's
0: the question. And that's the question is that anybody can be a Mandalorian. But he's Correct. not even.
1: I mean, kind of. But he's not even trying. He took his helmet off and was just sitting there. Like it was obvious. Yeah, but it's not. But
0: so, but so does but so does Sabine and Bo Katan. Yeah, but we're not so there is, yet. <laughs> but but hold on. Let's talk about this for a second because I did some see some people saying that you know Jango's not a Mandalorian and and Boba's not a Mandalorian. Why not? Uh, I feel like uh, you can. You'd have to
1: be, like, quote-unquote adopted by the Mandalorian culture to count. Even if you're not by birth, you still have to, like, follow the Mandalorian creed to count as a Mandalorian.
0: What's the Mandalorian creed, though. So the thing is is that we see in one episode in the Clone Wars uh, animated series where I forget who it was, but he basically says, Django's not a Mandalorian. Okay? Yeah. Well, Why? We now know that, that anybody can be a Mandalorian. A Mandalorian is not a is not a uh, a bloodline or, or or anything, it's a creed, right? Right. But if these Mandalorians, let's say, if people like Jin Jarek or whatever and armor and uh uh what's it, and all that, they don't take off their they don't take off their masks and they're Mandalorian, but You know, Bo Katan, Sabine, all these other Mandalorians on Mandalore do. So, what's the difference? I, I, you know, what I'm basically saying is this idea that that Boba Fett is not a Mandalorian, I think it's BS. Well,
1: and something else that just occurred to me too, there may be different, like, strands that have different beliefs or something, because one of the most, um, uh, I don't know how you want to put it, in canon, one of the organizations we have that seems to be the most, like, stringent and the most, uh, uh, Follows the letter to an extreme, perhaps, is Death Watch, right? And Pre Vizsla, right. and we have them in Clone Wars taking their helmets off all the time,
0: right? So, so, I, so, so again, this this idea that he's not Mandalorian, it's like says who? Let's wait and see. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. Well, it's gonna be no, interesting.
1: Like whenever right. Boba and and Mando get to interact at some point, that's I mean pretty obvious it's going to happen at some point so whenever that happens it's going to be interesting to see how they interact like, like do they disagree and like does does Mando see him kind of like he saw Cobb Vanth is like oh wait wait wait, you don't deserve this armor even if it's yours and like how does that go down
0: right it's basically his father's armor right I mean was it was it really Jango Fett's helmet that blew up or was it a different helmet
1: i don't know i'd always assumed it was a different one but now that you say that i don't know let me see if i can look it up real quick
0: well i saw some people online say that Django's helmet blew up but i don't know why he would blow up his father's helmet and find find another helmet
1: it blew up in clone wars didn't it
0: right but but what i'm saying is who's to say that's actually the actual helmet like, like, if if your father died, you know, and, and you want to set a trap, would you blow up your father's helmet and then go find a new one, or find a new helmet to look like Django's, and then keep your dad's helmet and repaint it, or you know what I mean?
1: I you know yeah. it's weird. This is
0: me and my and my Boba Fett thinking. So, this
1: this is interesting in uh, the Django Fett entry for wikipedia because we count that as you know the ultimate source of knowledge here um let's see okay so it says jango fett was allegedly from the planet concord dawn but he was not a mandalorian uh but a mercenary according to the government of mandalore okay
0: yeah i don't believe in that, so i think that's all all legends at, at this point that could be wrong. If, if, there's, if there's serious backstory of Jango Fett in the new canon, let me know, because I'll go find it and read it.
1: Yeah, and this says here more specifically, while he did wear Mandalorian armor, officials of Mandalore disavowed any connection to Fett, claiming that he was simply a bounty hunter yes. who somehow yeah. stole an artifact from their planet's troubled past.
0: That was from that was from um that one episode of Clone Wars where they go to Mandalore, and my point is is that you don't need if you don't if you're not born on Mandalore but can still be a Mandalorian then this yeah. is this is what I really want to see in in you know in the show I really want to see but maybe you can fr- only
1: you can only get in if you're a foundling well, who knows
0: we don't know yet though, yeah. We don't we don't know what the rules are. You know, at one point the rules of the Jedi were you can't be a Jedi, you're too old to be a Jedi, and then they bring in Luke and Ray and whoever you know what I mean? Yeah. So who knows? They even thought Anakin was too old to be a Jedi.
1: I mean that's true.
0: It's like how old are you gotta be? Like two? One.
1: Okay, this this says uh this is on Screen Rant and it says that Boba's armor was designed after his father's. So I would guess it isn't the actual same. Uh material, let's see. I don't know. Uh I don't know. I'm not reading all this, but that's what it says.
0: No, I don't think you should read it anyways. Let's get to talking about the show. <laughs>
1: um okay. So Cobb Vanth armor it was cool seeing that it was also kind of cool that it obviously did not fit him properly and you can tell like this armor was made for not you um, so we got to see it uh, well but, it but see I different. don't know
0: about that though I don't know about that I just think that obviously he's a different build but also at the same time it's that the color scheme was off with the with the traditional color scheme we're used to so, so the red like like, shirt underneath him yeah yeah I mean it throws it off Yeah, and on the back. But when he's standing there on the back, you know, you can see his hair and all that because he's not wearing that black sort of um, um, half. You know, yeah, whatever that thing is called. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, so obviously, it's 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 the pieces that he put on, and it's it's not his outfit. But but I
1: I mean, it still looks cool, even though you could tell it wasn't like you know, what we're used to or designed for him or anything, it still looks pretty cool, especially when he first walked in to the canteen. And every time that he just kind of looked like, like his head was facing down, but looking straight at the same time, it looked really great.
0: I was kind of annoyed initially that that right off the bat, they have him take off the, the helmet and then keep the helmet off. But by the same token, I understand that they wanted to, you know, easily differentiate the difference between Mando and Cobb Vanth. Not yeah. just so it's easier to see two people on the screen and, and pick out which one is which, but also the different philosophies.
1: And don't forget, they really wanted to show off Timothy Oliphant's face, I'm
0: sure. Oh uh, he's 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 a good looking guy, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 I mean that's and, and, and anywhere you went online. Oh I know. They're like Space Daddy. It's like, okay. All right. <laughs> he he served a purpose. And and, you know, I love the guy. The guy is in two of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Um, I'll watch anything that he's in. Um, and he's just, he's a good actor. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I heard, well, when I heard that he was, when I heard that he was cast or the room he was cast in this and yeah. who it was perfect. It was perfect.
1: Yeah. No well and, and I'm less familiar with him than you were. Even so I could tell I'm like he's gonna be pretty good at this, but still. Um but yeah, watching him in this episode, he was fantastic for it. you can tell like this man is made for Western style things.
0: Oh god, if you have not watched Deadwood, you have to watch Deadwood. It is not for everyone. It is abrasive <laughs> and rude and and you know, if if you don't like hard racist terms and swear words there's like one i forget how many times they say the f word you know in, yeah, in an episode but it's just it is very realistic in in many ways right. in, in how they talked. but like it's historical
1: it
0: is, Yeah, it's just an amazing tv series and when i started watching it it had ended and it ended sort of abruptly uh, and then finally they did a sort of finale movie or a wrap-up movie many years after the fact, and, and it works pretty well. But, yeah, it's just an amazing show. And, and I hope that, that people... It always seems that, you know, whenever somebody's in a Star Wars movie, they go back and watch other things that person was in. So hopefully they go out and they watch um, they watch uh, Deadwood, they watch Justified, because Justified's pretty damn good, too.
1: Well, like, for example, the, the one scene where he was in the cantina... And then, like, the flashback, and he had his, like, quick draw against all the the mining people, whoever they were. Yeah. That was, it just, like, completely satisfied any Western itch I had watching him in that scene. Yep. It was so good. And and I think we're going to have him back. We have a character poster of him that came out today. I I, I think slash I hope he's back. And I'll be honest, you know, based off of Aftermath only, like, I thought he was fine. But I wasn't like a Cobb Vanth fan or anything. He was fine. Okay, cool, whatever. If anything, it was a little... i had Not a negative association, but a slightly disappointing association with him. Because I remember all the hype when people were first finding out that Boba Fett's armor was back. And then when they were like, oh, and Cobb Vanth is wearing it, ha ha. It was a little disappointing. Like, oh man, it's not Boba, right? So I like him fine, but I just remember feeling kind of like cheated whenever his name would come up. Oh, so sure. So having him... and in this show uh seeing like you know timothy oliphant acting all that kind of stuff like i've got like five star rave reviews of Cobb vanth right now so it was fantastic i loved having him in here i hope he's back in any media but hopefully in this season
0: uh well go ahead yeah no no i was gonna switch so go ahead well the thing about Cobb vanth is and again i love the oliphant and as the as the um show progressed i was like boy I really like this character. I wouldn't mind seeing this character in this armor and all that further on, but for him to keep it, it robs me of what I really, really want. right. So I was kind of torn at the end. But you know, thinking of it, I don't know, not logically but but sort of from from afar or whatnot uh-huh. what is the what is the character done really? i mean so so they set it up in aftermath. And he's got Boba Fett's armor, and he's a marshal of a town, and so what? So what really? I mean, he's he can be a good marshal whether he has the armor or not. Yeah. You know, I remember at one point the rumor was that Boba Fett's gonna return, but somebody else will be in the armor, and the Boba Fett is more of a title, becomes more of a title than anything else. And so then we got then after that they announced the Mandalorian. Right, and then we got Cobb Vanth, who doesn't isn't trying to claim Boba Fett at all. Right, I don't, I don't think he needs the armor, you know. And and so, as you think more about it, I'm glad he lost it, you know. Yeah, it it didn't mean that much to him anyways, because he's like, "Look, help me do this, and you can have it." Right. I mean, he knows he's gonna get killed anyways. Right. That's what I
1: was gonna say. I mean, he probably realized he's gonna get an actual Mando here. He's like, eh, not not the best idea. At least this way I can get something out of it. Uh, which again, just real quick to point out, I thought the Great Dragon whole thing was really cool with the Tuscan Raiders um, when they came in in single file, and uh, just the, the, everything about it was really cool and, and satisfying for uh, like it, it reminded me of a good EU novel from back in the day.
0: Well, you, you know me, giant creatures are my thing yeah yeah zillow beast rancor uh and and now the the humongous crate dragon it, it, it was phenomenal and then getting to watch even though it's not boba fett getting to watch the boba fett armor yeah with mando you know going at flying and and, and going after this giant dragon was like oh that's the cool. cool. It was, it really so was. cool. And, and like, and I've
1: wanted to see what a crate Dragon would look like since obviously, you know, A New Hope. Of course, I think everybody did when they see the skeleton and we hear the sound and never got to see it. So it was cool that we finally get that on screen to see. And uh, it was, it was really fun, even down to like the, the pearl that they found. It's, all of it was really fun and adventurous Western style and just neat. It kind of reminded me of a combination of an old Western and Lost in Space.
0: It did, and and the the actual storyline itself is kind of old. Yeah, you know, I couldn't, I can't point you right now to all the different variations on it. The classic, but old, yeah. The stranger helping, you know, kill either a like, you know, there's even there's even episodes of uh, I forget what it was, not episodes, but uh, the Dark Tower by Stephen King. One of the books is is him helping the townspeople kill these creatures yeah you, you know it's, it's one of those things that happens it's, it's the stranger comes into town helps you know whoever killed things it's just what it's just what happens yeah but obviously in this instance it's Mando versus a crate dragon
1: and then I think you know I, I think it's at the point now where we can really discuss the, the real money uh, shot the moment that?
0: Yeah, the the part where I lost my marbles.
1: (laughs) The part where everybody watching the show should have, if they didn't. Are
0: people on the Boba Fett train now? I mean, really? Well, okay.
1: I feel like for the most part, the answer is yes. There are some people I I saw who were like, like, if they put a video of them reacting to it or whatever, I saw some people, and I don't get it because they are in like Star Wars shirts. They've got like Yoda hats on with Star Wars back. They're they're making it seem like they're huge fans, right? And then they show this at the end, and Timur Morrison turns around and walks toward the camera, and they're like, oh, who's that? And I'm like, I know. I'm like, come on. Either you spent way too much money trying to convince people you're a fan when you're not, or what? (laughs) Like,
0: how do you not know who that is? Well, you know, and then you wonder if there's actually people out there trying to argue that it's Rex. I mean, sure, it it could be. be. It could be any clone. But yeah. those clones would be super old by this point. Even Rex should be very old.
1: Cause I mean we, we, we see him on screen in Return of the Jedi Recon, but you know, we, we still we see him on screen there. And this is what, five to eight ish years after or something like that?
0: Yeah, they've kind of already established that Rex's look is that he's got a beard.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: This you know, if you wanted us to think it was Rex, you'd have him with a white beard. Plus, that
1: would be the ultimate like screw you (laughs) from from the Lucasfilm people if they make this they put him in here at the end of this episode in that way and it turns out it's not Boba Fett like come on
0: listen right now let me tell you this if you think there's going to be possible rioting for an election if you show me that this is Rex (laughs) I'm going to single-handedly burn it all down (laughs) myself
1: and like, I want Rex to be in this season if possible, but that is really not, not that. But oh, I'm like, not that. That is not Rex. That's that's Boba Fett. That's that.
0: It is. It is. And then the thing is, I don't even know. Okay, so Tim, uh, what's he doing? Well, I was going to ask you about that because
1: his, if you look, it seems like he's got a gaffy stick with him.
0: He's got a gaffy stick and he's, and he's got a... Uh, like a, a rifle? Tuscan, a Tuscan rifle.
1: Right. And, and he's in some something dressed up it looks like he could be undercover as a tuscan raider
0: right so was he helping them out the whole time and then later on he takes off the mask know. i was
1: thinking that because when i saw it i was like okay and i kind of took it back and watched that part again and it hit me kind of the second time I'm like wait 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 <laughs> He looks like a Tuscan Raider, and I, and I kind of paused. and looked at the picture for it, and I'm like, "Yeah, this definitely is Tuscan Raider vibes." And then, just like you said, I thought, "Well, wait, is he in a different tribe, and he just got there because he heard rumors, or has he been there the whole time, and he's like doing a recon to find out what's going on and get his armor back? Like, what's going on?"
0: Like, like I don't think I don't think if anything. So, so here's the way I'm looking at it, and I was talking a little bit with again, you know, Ellie Kings drew about it today. But my thought is generally that. He comes out of the Sarlacc pit, right? Yeah. And maybe he's disoriented. Maybe he's, you know, uh, what's it called? He, his brain damage or whatever. He doesn't remember who he is. Tuskens mm-hmm. find him. He ends up working the with them and seeing Mando and his armor sort of reawakens him. In a sense, that's my opinion. And that perhaps then he's like, I'm going to go reclaim what's mine. Now that he's awoken and remembers where he's from and who he is. Now he's going to go and get, you know, maybe he had some trauma from the Sarlacc that made him just forget everything or have amnesia. But now he's like, okay, now that I'm awoken, I'm going to go reclaim what's mine. And so you see him sort of at the end, he's walking away from the tribe. Well, I I, I like that. That's my thought, but go ahead.
1: Well, I'll say I like that, but something else to, to, I I want your opinion on this too, because I, I think I know what you'd say, but I've seen a lot of discussion online about it. Season one, you know, where we had the Boba Fett tease with the Spurs walking around.
0: I uh, know, I know. Is I that, know, is I don't that know, Cobb
1: Panther? is that Boba Fett?
0: I still think it's Boba Fett. That's what well, most not, people
1: seem to think.
0: I still think it's Boba Fett. But again, you know, he takes off the armor, but he's not necessarily taking off his boots. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, but you also had the cape kind of part of it. I mean, yeah, but, you, but you can work with he, it. He
0: had the cape or he had a robe. Which one? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Like, you can work with it. It's hard to say. It doesn't. It makes more sense that he doesn't remember who the hell he is, and now he's woken up. Rather than, I'm gonna put on these clothes, and it's like it's a, it, the question is, if you're so gung ho for that armor now, what have you been doing for the past? Or. Well, Seven years. No, seriously, well, though. Well, no, no, no. Maybe,
1: maybe he's had it this whole time, and for whatever reason, for part of a mission or whatever, he took off his armor to go as a Tuscan Raider undercover, and the jaw was found his armor while, wherever he hid it or something. Took it. No,
0: no, because in the book they didn't. They did not. Uh, I don't believe they. I don't believe they negated this. Like it's my understanding that 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 the story in the book is different than the story in the movie a little bit. So yeah, it's more it's one slight. of, yeah, I think it's more one of the situations like the differences in the in who's telling the story, so to speak, right? But I think they pretty much said in the book that the jaw was found it next to the sarlacc pit, mm-hmm. and the sarlacc was destroyed. Um, he had been destroyed when the sail barge blew up and crashed into it, right? Yeah. So, so he would just take off his armor and go undercover. You know, maybe he crawled out and took it off because he couldn't breathe or, or he was in pain or who knows what. But either way, I don't necessarily see him leaving his clothes behind. Nor do I see him, like, giving it up to go undercover. You know, there's got to be a reason why for these past seven years he hasn't been looking for his armor.
1: I mean, I think at Does the end of the day, we have to realize that they just told us that he's back. And that's it. I know it. he's
0: been back. I know that's... he's been back.
1: Well, I'm like, but that's the only information we have. So we have a lot of questions like this, and we're supposed to. So well, my
0: question is, where's the slave one? That's my question. That's the question that needs to be answered.
1: You know, I would, I would absolutely love to see him back in it, but I feel like we need to brace for the possibility it's in an impound somewhere.
0: Well, because because I think you and I had actually talked about this at one point, and and Jesse brought it up. Uh, when it? Uh, I don't even know who it is handle this on Twitter, but either way, his thought was that Boba's gonna go after the child to bring it to, you know, whoever for part of a bounty, so to speak. Right. And then my my thought was that perhaps the razor crest is damaged because you see it damaged in the trailer. Yeah. Maybe it's damaged because the slave one shot it.
1: I I and... still love the idea. Just imagine the concept art yes. for a Boba Fett versus Mandalorian fight.
0: Yes, yes, I can imagine all of it, you know, and I probably imagine it later. That'd be um, so cool, like five times, and then when I sleep, I'll probably imagine. I'll probably just keep imagining it until I can't imagine it anymore because I'm tired. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Like, there is this. There is this painting. Um, it, there's an artist named Brian Rude or or it's Roud. It's R O O D. Yeah. there's a lot of really good Star Wars stuff. So he has this painting, and they had a print of it uh, in Downtown Disney, and it was Boba Fett and Django fighting side by side, right? Yeah. So I'll, I'll never get that. We got close to it today, or with with you know the latest episode, right? But man, imagine those two fighting each other. It'd be so cool. And and they've set it up so good, like I want a Boba Fett show now. Because Mandal- Mandalorians all, all the happy, the happy crappy, you know, the child <laughs> and 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 the child, and he's doing this. But give me the dark and dirty, you know, Boba Fett and the underworld and the criminals, and because that's not where Mandalorians going.
1: Right. But do you want it to be Boba Fett before this point in Amanda or after?
0: No, I think we'll get a flashback. Um, because the show obviously does flashbacks I think we'll get a flashback of of the Sarlacc pit and all that and I want Boba Fett going forward because clearly in this universe um, uh, there's not much law and order yeah you know you you, you get that 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 that, and and I keep meaning to look at this uh, article but but there was an article somebody did a few years back on how great the Empire was Um, (laughs) because you know the minute the empire falls chaos yeah i mean these uh these mining overlords or whatever come in and wipe out uh the people to establish dominance dominance so it's like i I know i'm not saying like saddam was a good guy but the minute saddam (laughs) fell it it was it was a vacuum
1: no, there's a power vacuum that created opportunity for so many other people and organizations to try to claim their spot.
0: Right, right. Sometimes when there's a really strong man in charge, however evil they may they may be, it keeps the other people, the the ten, twenty, thirty, forty, hundred other small million, you know, warlords, yeah, uh, from coming into power. So I don't know. It's one of those interesting situations that that it feels like we're seeing some of it.
1: Yeah, I mean it was pretty clear in Cobb Vance's flashback about yeah like, the Empire fell. Yeah, very so, very
0: uh very Tremorsy. You ever see Tremors? No. Uh, it's basically about a small town in the Midwest or in the, in the West that uh, has giant underground uh, creatures lurking. It had a little bit of a Tremors vibe to it. It's pretty good. Who's in? I mean, that sounds familiar. Who's in that? Kevin Bacon and like, uh, oh man, I forget his name. Anyway, and Michael Gross from Family Ties. He's in it, a bunch of the sequels.
1: Because like, I can't remember seeing it, but that sounds really familiar. So I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. It's a good. It's
0: a good series.
1: Um, but yeah. So, so the the money shot ended this episode with again Tamara Morrison, of course, turning around. Boba Fett. He's here. He's alive. And uh, the episode's over. So I. I would love to see that continue and obviously i'm pretty sure we will because it would be horrific of them to have that be the only (laughs) boba fett thing that we get uh this season however um i think they're gonna put it on pause a little bit because we have it's very brief it's just one sentence but we have a synopsis for episode two or chapter 10 of this season and uh it seems like it has absolutely nothing to do with this i don't i don't think i mean tell me what you think the synopsis is. The Mandalorian must ferry a passenger with precious cargo on a risky journey.
0: That's it. Okay, so we're already getting the water episode. Right. Huh. Any idea how long it is?
1: It does not say, no. Because we got a good long episode. Yeah, it was like, what, 47 minutes or something
0: like that? No, 50-something. 50-something? Nice.
1: Yeah, so I, I, I mean, you could you could say that the precious cargo is like the, the Boba Fett's armor. And but but it says Missouri, a passenger with precious cargo, so it makes you think that he's like doing a job to get somebody who has precious cargo with that person to another location. You know what I mean?
0: Spot on spot on by the way, in uh, those screen grabs from a few weeks back.
1: Yeah, yeah, with the armor on his uh, yeah,
0: speeder yeah. bike. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, and yeah, let's talk about Cobb Vance' speeder, by the way, real quick. How cool was that? Yeah, it was really cool. That I mean, if anybody didn't notice, I'm sure you did, but it was Anakin's pod racer. It was one of the engines. Was his speeder bike? That's awesome. Like, I feel like that's getting overlooked. I mean, no people have pointed it out, but like, we're not talking about that enough
0: well there's so much to it you know I'm a big big Clone Wars fan or Attack the Clones fan and so to see the Mastiffs or whatever from from that episode and and, uh, I do like what they're doing with Tusken Raiders Um, you know because as much as they are a classic like evil you know sort of group uh, I I like how they're fleshing them out a little bit to be more that they're just you know not misunderstood necessarily as they're just no one's ever really spoken to them yeah,
1: they're they're not just violent machines that you can't even reason with or anything like that, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm, like, in, I'm in, Go ahead.
1: I was like before they kind of give them that vibe, you know, where they're just like some you can't reason with them, you can't talk to them, they're just gonna.
0: Well, yeah, in Attack of the Clones, let's just be be frank here. The way they portray it, uh, they they take, Shmi Skywalker, and they rape her and beat her.
1: Yeah, in fact, uh, people might even say that they're like animals, so they were stuttered like animals.
0: Yeah, somebody might Not say Not just that.
1: the men, but the... Never mind.
0: Right. <laughs> so, so, either way, you know, I do like what they're doing with them. With, with them. Um, I think it's a good thing. Yeah.
1: Well, and it makes sense. You know, it really does. I mean, because you don't just have like a tribe on Tatooine. They seem to be you know, kind of around <laughs> the, the whole, the whole area. So I, you would think maybe they just have, I don't know the, the breakdown or the hierarchy of power in the Tuscan Raider, you know, lifestyle, but I feel like uh, maybe they have differing views on some things. Maybe some are more social than others. I don't know.
0: Well, and then also, so so if we're gonna assume that, you know, Boba Fett was like hanging out with them and he had a Tuscan Raider mask on, it's like what do these people look like with the mask off? Yeah. You know. They've obviously looked like something. Yep. So interesting. It's it's interesting all around.
1: Uh let me see. I'm gonna look up on IMDB real quick. Do you know who directed this uh chapter ten?
0: Chapter ten? No, I don't.
1: I'm going to see if I can find it real quick with this synopsis here. All right. Which, by the way, did you see any of the virtual red carpet? No, I didn't. I watched it. It was pretty cool. There wasn't, you know, like, no new information, of course, but it was pretty neat. I saw some of it. Uh, Dave Filoni growing his hair out, by the way, it seems. Or maybe I'm just not used all to looking right. the hat, but it seems like it was a little longer than I'm used to. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Um... Okay, it doesn't say. I don't see it anywhere. But oh, oh, oh. Okay, I, I know, I know. (laughs) IMDb is kind of interesting. Sometimes they get things right, and sometimes not exactly. But for things that haven't come out yet, so I don't want to take this as gospel. But guess who's in the cast list for this upcoming episode? Who? Sasha Banks.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. well It makes sense. They look the same. Well, I'm, I'm like, yeah. When,
1: in the trailer, when they show her in the trailer, it does seem like it is on the ocean planet uh-huh. or that, that episode, which, again, appears to be this one because of the fairy. So who are we getting, Sabine? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, that's been a rumor, but I don't know the basis of that
0: rumor. It's just been well, a I rumor. Hope, I, I hope she plays Sabine, and then I can just watch the internet crumble.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I see so much because, cover- again, people are like, it has to be her followed up by, it can't be her. You know, so I, 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 we'll see what they do. But, I mean, I, I well, think...
0: Again, it, again, everyone everyone says that, why can't it be Sasha Banks? Somebody should just please tell me why.
1: Well, based off of the internet comments I've seen, it would be because Sasha Banks is not Asian.
0: And neither is sabine because asia doesn't (laughs) exist it's star wars if you fit this if you fit an exotic profile and again we're transferring from a comic book into a um i mean not comic book animated form into a live action form and so you have a lot of leeway between the two between the two so in that instance Sasha Banks can absolutely fit Sabine.
1: Well, I mean, because you can make the argument that Rosario Dawson isn't Tagruda in real life.
0: Well, you can also make the the argument that, uh, um, who is it? it's a black guy who plays uh what's it? Oh, Yeah, it's like it's well, a it, different it, world it, from an, it, it, animation. Animation to live action action is such an odd thing. It really is. I don't really see people complaining that uh, the voice actor for all the clones is is a white guy and he's doing, you know, Maori, Uh, you know, he's doing Tamura Morrison, who is definitely not white. So I don't know. You know, I I think as long as she looks the part, uh, regardless of what her nationality or country of origin is, I think we'll be fine, especially in this instance where it's cartoon to live action. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see see it to, we get.
1: to be at the end at the end of the day, if Sasha Banks can do a good job playing Sabine, and we get Sabine live action, then I'm cool with it.
0: Well, and especially yeah, and I agree. I have no problems with it either. The different scenario is is Katie Sackhoff playing Bo-Katan because clearly Bo-Katan is designed to look like Katie Sackhoff. right? So it makes sense that they actually cast the voice actress, but <laughs> right next episode is going to be good. I mean, plus
1: not, not only is she designed to look like her, but also Katie Sackhoff is just an actress who could actually do the role. Well, period. Yeah. It's just yeah. convenient that she was also the voice actress for it. So,
0: um, also, also,
1: also on this cast list is actually Giancarlo Esposito. Hmm. So again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it is gospel because it's on AMDB, but again, based off the trailer, it does look like Sasha Banks' episode, or at least one of them, is the Water One, so I hadn't thought of that. But with this upcoming episode apparently being the Water One, I think we can look forward to Sasha Banks this Friday.
0: I'm getting up early again, I'm off, so it should be interesting.
1: <laughs> nice. See, I I, I I'm See, not off. 15. And typically, I actually like this past Friday. I had because some of my family, not all of them, some of my family watches Mandalorian too. So they actually came over to my house to watch it Friday night ish. Um, Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they might do the same thing again. We'll see. Um, So I'm gonna have to withhold discussing what happens until Friday night, I guess. But we'll we'll see what happens. But I'm excited though, like I just especially realizing this that we could already be getting. I mean, I say already. It's, what, eight episodes or something? So it can't take that long because we already got Booba in this one, but he's going to come back. Did Hopefully. you say Booba? I didn't mean to. I had to say Booba.
0: You better don't say Booba.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean to. Um, we got, but we got him already. We can get Sasha Banks in this one. In theory, episode five, we're going to get Ahsoka. Um, We don't know how many episodes Sasha Banks is in, so maybe she's in two and three. And then if we got Booba we maybe we got her coming. I mean... There's a, we're going to be getting stuff here. It's not going to take too long to start hitting these things. So it's 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 exciting. I'm ready for it. I I want I want this episode now. Like I'm ready for this.
0: <sighs> I, already, I already got my Christmas. Yeah. Everything else is just like uh I'm going to go into my stocking and there's just tons of cool stuff.
1: <laughs> I mean I, I would say I'm like the the pinnacle of this season will be ahsoka and again it seems like it's even more confirmed because where was it i I forget one of the other countries it wasn't germany this time it was somewhere some other country oh india it was the disney plus in india has some sort of post about rosario dawson starring as ahsoka tano in in this live action thing like it's it's confirmed. Like it's just not by any official brands over here, but the German and Indian versions of Disney plus have both officially had her listed. So it's definitely going to happen. So for for me, that would probably be the pinnacle of the season followed closely by Tamara Morrison. Very, very closely. Say what? Yeah. You heard what I said.
0: No, repeat it. <laughs>
1: I said, for me, the pinnacle of this season would be seeing Rosario Dawson as, or just seeing Ahsoka Tano live action, regardless of who it is, just seeing Ahsoka live action to me.
0: I thought that's what you said, but I just wanted to have you, I just wanted you to have a chance to... to... It
1: is the pinnacle, followed very, very in all caps, followed very closely by Tamura Morrison, only because...
0: This is, this is, and granted, (laughs) we don't have it yet. But this is the first time that we have seen Boba Fett without a mask, okay? Yeah. So imagine seeing Boba Fett in the Boba Fett costume without a mask. Nothing is better. Get it through your skull.
1: I mean, I don't know, but seeing Ahsoka. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Is gonna be a little bit. Better, cause we've already had Boba fett live action a lot.
0: Not Tamir Morrison. It's wrapping. Well, no, everything and again, I'm excited. Up. I'm excited about it. I'm not I don't know
1: why we're we're making it a comparison between the two just cause because because you made it a comparison because they're the top two things I'm excited about this season.
0: Let's just say <laughs> two of the things I'm excited for is a and B, not a is better than B because you went there. And we're not ranking. (laughs) I'm just, I'm not allowed to get my opinion anymore. Why don't you, why don't you in deference to our, our our long lost friend and former co-host Jared, uh, God be with him. I'm not sure where he's at. (laughs) (laughs) And I love him and I miss him. And I'm going to text him in a couple of days, but uh, (laughs) be on the fence. He can never make a decision. Yeah, and you're asked, over here going, you're, you're over here putting things in a ranking order, and it's like, no,
1: no. It's because, look, if Jared had been here, if we'd asked him, okay, look, like Mark thinks that Timur Morrison's better. Like number one, as a but, what is the even your number two though? Like exciting thing for this season.
0: As slave one would be would be my number two. See, so it's not even a
1: one to one comparison here. But anyway, I'm like Mark has. Timur Morrison is the number one thing. I have Ahsoka live action finally being a number one thing, followed by 1.5, not even 2, 1.5 being Timur Morrison. I'm like, where do you fall in this, Jared? And he'd be like, you know, honestly, um, I, I kind of see it both ways because I've just been a Boba Fett fan for so long since the beginning, and just having him back in such an epic way is so cool. But at the same time, we, this is new stuff to get, uh, Ahsoka live action. I'm not doing a good... This isn't an impression, by the way. I'm just thinking of the type of thing he would say. Um, and so, like, I can see both sides. You know, both both camps are... The younger crowds might be more excited for Ahsoka because they've grown up with her. The older people grew up with Boba Fett, so it might just be a generational thing, and I'm stuck in the middle, so I like them both. Whatever.
0: Uh, you know what? We may not even get it on Friday anyways. I don't think we're getting whole- either. But the like the whole world may be in an anarchy after uh, after tomorrow's election. I mean, I well,
1: I don't know. I mean, on the one hand, yeah. On the other hand, again, we, we, there might not be any reason yet because we don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like like at the end of the day, tomorrow we're probably not going to know what's going on yet, right? So there might not be any reason to do anything yet. I don't
0: know. There's going to be people rioting just because people want to riot. I mean, be yeah,
1: crazy. there'll be some of that, but I, I, I don't know if it. I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. All right. It's, it's, no matter what happens, it is going to be a little bit crazy, but hopefully we have the stability and reliability of amazing storytelling with The Mandalorian on Friday featuring Sasha Banks. Most likely. Yes. Let me see. There, real quick, if there's anything else I can find out. Like, I don't think. Nah, I can't find anything else on this page about it, so. Okay, well, that's coming out this weekend. Uh, What? (laughs) Oh, this is interesting. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for listening. So, we'll be back next time talking about Chapter 10, Episode 2 of Season 2 of The Mandalorian. The water episode. um, I don't know how long it is, but hopefully we get some good stuff here to be talking about. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, oh, wait. It does have a runtime. How long? If it's accurate. This says it's 40 minutes.
0: Okay. That's fine.
1: If it's accurate. Yeah, let's see. Do they have the runtime for other episodes? Let's see. Okay. Episode three. Oh, it also says 40 minutes, too. That might just be a placeholder. Yeah, they all say 40 minutes. Okay. Okay. Well... And that was episode five. Dave Filoni. Oh, man. But this has, okay. Well, look, this does have the same cast list. It looks like they all have the same cast list with Sasha Banks and all that. But even so, I th- I think we're right, though, that she's in it because of the water stuff and the trailer. I, I still think we're right about that. Even if, if it's not the actual cast for episode two that we read, I do still think she's going to be
0: in it. Yep, me too. I think it all makes sense. It's falling into place.
1: All right, so we'll be back again next time to talk about that. Um, if you guys want to send us any your thoughts via text or phone call, our number, again, is 731-300-2187. So send us something over there. Uh, we'll add that to our discussion next time, um, either of Episode 1 here. You can let us know what you think. We'll talk about that at the beginning. Or Episode 2, because uh, there will be a couple days between when it is released and us recording it. So if you would like to get some thoughts on, on Episode 2 here at uh, 731-300-2187, text or call. They both work. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Mark, for being on. And I am psyched about getting back next time and what we're going to have to talk about then. Well, my Where? Exactly. (laughs) That's another like almost mini Easter egg, too, with how he uh, hit the jetpack and it took off. Yep. Yep. Great. We better fix that.